the food that I make and the food that I make for them, I eat. And so they eat what I eat. And I sometimes have to make it taste a little different or better for them. That was guilt-free TV's Jeff Morgan. And this is episode 76 of Lean Green Dad Radio. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. Hey guys, what's going on? I hope you're having an amazing week. This is Corey, and I am your host for Lean Green Dad Radio. And if this is your first time listening to the show, thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, I am a husband, a father of three kids under seven years old, and a plant-based athlete. And each week, I get a chance to talk to some of the most inspiring folks that I can find. And my hope with talking to them is to help keep me motivated to stay fit, eat healthy, and get the most out of life as a busy parent. For me, finding time to work out, make healthy, quick meals for me and my family, and spend quality time together can be really hard when we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these amazing folks that you'll take away some quick tips or inspiration that you can try in your life to keep you and your family going strong. Now, with that, we have some amazing folks that come on the show, uh, including one that is with me right now, my little girl, Izzy. What's going on, girl? Well, I'm having a really good life. (laughs) You're having a really good life. Okay. That's a good start. I love that. Good. So I understand you were at school the other day and um, you tried a salad, right? Yeah, I did. Okay. And how was that salad? It was so good. Yeah? What, What was on it? I had some lettuce, mm-hmm. organic lettuce, yep. and organic tomatoes, mm-hmm. and I had some chickpeas. Okay. And how, how was that? Did you open it up at school and the kids were like, ooh, a salad, that looks delicious. No, most of them <laughs> said that that was disgusting. Oh, that's weird. Okay. So how did you react to that? How did you help them? understand that it really wasn't gross it was just what you chose to eat first i said don't judge other people's food okay okay and second i was thinking like it looks pretty disgusting to some other people Mm. but when you you can't judge things by its look you judge it by how it tastes yeah right on yeah i agree i mean totally you gotta you gotta give it a shot and especially yours had so many different colors to it there was red and green with the lettuce yeah. and the chickpeas like have an orangish color so it was really pretty yummy i thought it was good i was proud of you you came home and said you loved it so good good stuff good for you um okay so we have a wonderful guest on today and uh his name is jeff morgan jeff runs guilt-free tv um, he provides weekly, multiple videos, sometimes weekly, of inspiration, motivation, and just uh, all about eating a vegan, whole food, plant-based diet. Um, he shares recipes. He shares just his everyday lifestyle and uh, so much more. Fitness, wellness, all, all, wellness, all general health. So just a great guy and a very passionate father. He has two boys and uh, lives in Israel, believe it or not. So we had a chance to Skype. He's from L.A., moved to Israel. Uh, You'll get to hear that story. Really unique and um, just a really positive force out there in the plant-based world. So I'm excited to hear from him. 
before we go any further, though, I got to give some love to our strongest supporter out there, and that is my friend Andrew Noble at Smart Fitness. Look, guys, if you are sick and tired of paying too much for an overpriced gym membership, then you've got to go check out Smart Fitness. They are located here in Central Florida, where I am from, and uh, they 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 work out twice a week. 20 minutes twice a week. That's all you need. That's how much my wife works out. And she looks great. She's super strong. And uh, it's a wonderful experience. Injury-free. It's great. So uh, if you are in the Orlando area, you want to go check out Smart Fitness, all you got to do is visit their website, gosmartfitness.com, and uh, sign up for a free one-hour session consultation with Andrew. Again, he will take good care of you. That's gosmartfitness.com. So uh, what else is going on with you, Is Anything? Whoa, knocked off your headset there. There you go. Take a step forward. Tell everybody what's going on. Um, I'm having really healthy lunches at school. <laughs> okay. What What else? How's dance? Dance is awesome. It's yeah. great exercise. Yes, it is good exercise. And you just competed. You did a competition with the thousands of little girls, right? Yes, I did. And how's that? Weekend. It was great. Good, good. And we're working through, like, I understand that you got... An award or something and then yeah. for, for one but you didn't get an award for the other one but it's all good because it doesn't really matter right yeah. okay we'll talk about that so guys if you go to dance or like have an experience of exercising and you get awards don't care about what award you get just care about how hard you try uh-huh. and do your best and how you feel about it yeah yeah because inside is what matters like mm-hmm. if you did the best job that you possibly could right it's nice to get awards and medals and stuff like that but we always talk about you know just doing the best job you can so good for you right on i love that all right everybody so uh thank you to my little co-host for being here and saying hello uh <laughs> it's on purpose because we've got a great dad that is coming on and he is inspirational to his kids and also to other fathers around the world. So, uh, again, great to talk to Jeff Morgan. You're going to get to hear more from him in just a second. So without any further ado, here is my interview with Guilt Free TV's Jeff Morgan. All right, everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. I'm so excited to have our guest today. He is Jeff Morgan from Guilt Free TV. Now, if you are on YouTube and you type in Jeff Morgan, you might find a couple Jeff Morgans, but there's only one that provides this amount of wonderful inspiration, motivation, and just so much great info on a whole foods, plant-based diet, getting uh, muscles and just living a healthier lifestyle, uh, great fitness tips, and just general health and wellness as it is. And uh, so with that, I just want to welcome Jeff to the show. How you doing, Jeff? Hey, Corey. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. Well, thanks for being here. Uh, you know, we have a mutual friend in uh, Jeff from Clean Machine. I saw That's that you right. d- did a talk with him. And what a great guy. I, I got to talk to him on the podcast for a while. And uh, yeah, it, it's it's neat to find another dad out there like you who is working out and staying fit and just being a positive role model for his kids. So so thanks for that. Oh, yeah, thank you. It's it's since uh, since going plant-based, it's been a, a really wonderful lifestyle change that's really swept sweeping my whole family into this. It's been really a blessing because 
not only I, I, I'm getting so much more out of it than I thought I would because my kids are now learning about health and wellness and they think that strength and vitality comes from the plant-based diet. It's funny because sometimes my kids will look around and my, my older son Dylan uh, will he's, he appears in some of my videos sometimes. Uh, he'll look at someone who has muscles and he'll go, oh, he must be vegan. And I'll probably <laughs> say, I don't think he is. And he'll awesome. say, but how can he have muscles if he's not vegan? I love it. I love it. That's... And so, <laughs> so yeah, so the, the seeds are, are being planted really early. And, you know, I just do my best to get, you know, the most best influence I can while I have them in the nest. And when they go out, then, you know, the world is theirs. Now, where did you start off? Because I know that before the show, we were talking really quickly. You are now in Israel. And you started off in California and kind of made your way there through a, a journey, right? Yeah, I, I currently live in Israel, and uh, I was born and raised in California. I absolutely adore California. But when I was in my early 20s, I felt really insecure, really inexperienced, had never traveled, you know, no, not much life experience. And so I just kind of did one of those magical journeys where you minimize or minimize your life, sell everything that you have break up with the girlfriend and disconnect from your family and friends and just take a one-way ticket to, uh, to most people go to, you know, exotic places. I went to Israel <laughs> and, uh, and really had a great growth experience here. So doing that, I kind of just jumped back and forth from California to Israel for a while because I really enjoyed traveling and I had the bug. And then I met my wife here and we had kids and opened a business, um, which is a, a dog boarding and behavior center. And, you know, so we rooted ourselves here uh, and we've been here for the better part of the last nine years. And, uh, but we, you know, we talk every once in a while about getting back to California someday. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. How do you think the boys will transition? I mean, culturally, was it a huge shift for you? I've never been to Israel, so I don't know what it's like over there, especially compared to California. I mean, you're looking at, I mean, California is is America, a snapshot of America. Uh, it doesn't get any better than that. I mean, right. and then you, right. you go to Israel, yeah. what's the big, biggest difference over there? The culture shock for me was the first couple of years um, because, you know, it's a new language. I mean, most people speak English, but you really have to get along in another country. You really have to learn the other language. And so, you know, I became fluent pretty quickly because it was a goal of mine. And But the culture shock was the different mentality. It was the, the lifestyle where everybody's in everybody's life. You know, everybody – I mean, the country is so tiny. And people are not necessarily literally living on top of each other, but – Everything is so compact, you know, so many cars, so many people, so many apartments, so many bicycles, so many mopeds, so many motorcycles. I mean, everything's all, you know, smushed together, you know, in the center of, of, of the country. Mm. And, uh, and you know, the, the people here know how to get what they want, whether they make people, other people feel good about it or not. They just go for it. And that's one thing that's been that was that was hard for me because I was always kind of introverted and a little shy and never really asked for what I wanted in life. And so that's one of the things that I've actually that's actually helped me here is asking more for what you want. And so you know that you could say it's uh, it's it's more pushy, more horn blowing kind of a lifestyle. However, uh, there's a, it's a lot more family oriented. I mean, people you know, they get together a lot, you know, and in, in the States, people are, are much more isolated from what I remember. Everybody in their own house, everybody with their own job, let's meet in a couple weeks or, or whatnot. And here it's like, let's meet every other day. Let's, you know, come over for dinner tonight, bring the kids over tomorrow. I mean, it's really all inclusive. 
Yeah, I hear you. I have a neighbor that lives next to me. We've been in our new neighborhood for the last year and a half now. And our neighbor has young kids. And we want to play so bad. Like they're they're at the same age as my kids. And (laughs) I've tried to talk to her. And for some reason, she's just not into it. She just... Maybe she just doesn't vibe with happy people or I don't know, I don't <laughs> know what it is, but you know, I, I've walked over and said a couple times like, hi, my name's Corey. It's, you know, it's so nice to meet you. You know, I didn't say anything like we should get our kids together, you know, but right. I just tried to intro myself and, uh, yeah, she just, uh, is happy, you know, playing with, uh, playing with her kids by herself. I guess I, I don't know what the deal is, but my kids yeah. will hear them on the back porch, like in their pool next door, having a blast. And they're like, "Daddy, why can't we just go talk to them?" And I'm like, totally. "Sweetie, I, I've tried, sweetie." So, um, yeah. Well, if we, if we were there, we'd be playing at your house every day. There you go. Well, we've got another big... great thing. Yeah, another great thing about Israel. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but yeah. another great thing about Israel is that it is really the number one vegan capital of the world. Wow. And that is an amazing thing for our family here because it's so well known. I mean, I, I did an interview with people in the gym one day and they all knew about the vegan lifestyle. They just didn't do it, they, but they, they knew about it. And it's, the, the awareness of it here is incredible. There's so many vegan restaurants, so many vegan friendly places. Um, all the you know things that, that, that are vegan have labels on them and it's really all over the place. It's not, I mean, in terms of the population, I think it's around 5% of the population here is, is vegan and maybe 12% is vegetarian. So it, which is a huge number when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. I think in the States it's somewhere under 2%, maybe less. I don't really know for sure, but, um, but yeah, 5% of a country's population, you know, one in 20 people vegan is, is really amazing. Now, when did you make the switch? When did you start on this uh, plant-based journey for yourself? Uh, I made the switch two years ago. I, I'm 44 right now, and in, in my late 30s, uh, my health took a major hit. I was experiencing uh, things that I just it wasn't okay with me. I mean, I was never okay with illness. You know, I never went to doctors because I never felt like I had to. And when I started having to go to doctors in my mid to late 30s, I was like, something's definitely wrong here, and I have to find a solution. So I, <clears throat> excuse me, I did all kinds of things like, introducing wheatgrass into my diet, um, trying things like coconut oil, uh, adding things like remedies, right? But I never really understood that the primary cause to my illness was simply the food that I was eating in every meal, uh, mainly the animal-based products and the overconsumption of cooking oils. And so I, I was I was trying, I was dumbfounded. I'm like, why can't I be healthy? My allergies are getting worse. My digestion is getting worse. My skin is getting worse. I have this horrible internal body heat that's expressing itself in ugly ways, pimples and bad skin and uh, gaining in body fat. I lost my abs and I was like, okay, this is not the Jeff that I know. And so my wife, every once in a while, was was uh, it's kind of a, a thing we say in Hebrew. She was dripping in my you know ear, you know the, the the vegan message every once in a while. Sure. I was just I was just doing a direct translation. Um, but we she she would say, hey, you know, one day I want to try this, and I was like, no way. I need my protein. I'm a, you know, I, I go to the gym. Yeah. I gotta you know, there's no way I'm gonna you know get off of this you know this stuff because you know it's it's a necessary nutrient. Uh, well, the nutrient is, but you know, the source isn't. And so, um, you know, she kept, you know, very gently and mildly. And she says, okay, well, I'm just going to start making food, vegan food and, and, you know, for herself, cause she wanted to do it before me. 
And I said, go for it. And so I would try some of the things that she was making, watch another video that she would show me. I was having a hard time with the animal cruelty videos, so I was more into the uh, lectures from the, you know, you know, the, the celebrated um, plant-based doctors mm-hmm. like Gregor and McDougal and all and those people. So I was watching these guys, and one day I, I watched uh, a video from Dr. Michael Gregor uprooting the leading causes of death. And after watching that video, it resonated so strongly with my logic. Uh, I the next day I was vegan. I, I was like, okay, I've heard everything I've needed to hear about the diet, and everyone listening should check that video out if they haven't. Uprooting the leading causes of death. And I went vegan the next day and, and haven't looked back since. So my wife kind of went into it first. I went on board, and then I just totally took over, <laughs> which at some point birthed the the. YouTube channel, Guilt-Free TV. Which is incredibly successful, by the way. Congratulations on that. Thank you. It's, it's, growing, it's growing nicely. It's a lot of work. Mm. I mean, I look, at, I look at YouTubers that have 100,000 subscribers, uh, you know, 200,000, 70,000. And when I was at like 500 subscribers, I was like, oh my God, how am I ever going to increase the numbers to, you know, to that? And, you know, it's, it's still relatively, in my opinion, a small channel. You know, I have around 10,000 subscribers now and now i can see it happening you know and i think well wow if i if i'm at 10 now and i'm gaining at the certain rate that i'm gaining then you know it'll it'll grow indefinitely and right. that's what's exciting for me because then it allows me to now expand what i'm doing into a, a website and a blog and, and so forth and you know just try to help as many people as i possibly can Incredible. Well, I love it. Uh, I, I haven't even begun to see all of the videos. I've seen probably 10, 12, but uh-huh. I, I love them. I mean, they're great. And they're all the all the plant-based celebrities are out there. So I'll make sure to have a link to your show in the show notes. But obviously, you know, you just search your name and uh, Guilt Free TV and you can find it easily. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so you mentioned cooking oils earlier. You know, it's it's funny, like when I had the same experience, when I was cooking pancakes or um, you know, vegetables, I would kind of put the oil in first at the bottom of the pan because you think that you need to have oil to cook with. You, you have right. to have something in the pan, right? But so <laughs> what, what was that um, substitute for you? What is the thing that, that you use instead of oils and why to you are, are oils so bad? Okay. Um, well, I use, a, I use a really good ceramic coated nonstick pan, first of all. You have to have a good pan. Uh, that saves so much because it saves also in calories as well because I don't have to put the oil in. Um, but that pan, I mean, I can really cook anything on it and it won't, nothing will stick to it. Um, but I usually use things like a little water and I might put a little soy sauce, um, but that's really the extent of it. I'm, I mean, the, the, the thing with oils for me was, was it was a mostly a trial and error thing because after removing animal products from my diet, my health improved so drastically, like every symptom of disease or ill health that I was having either disappeared or was on its way out. And one of the things that was taking the longest to clear up was these, this rosacea issue that I had in my, my skin and my face. And it, it, it went away, say, 60%. And I was like, this is a great improvement, but it still kind of lingered. And I was like, what? There must be something else in my diet that's causing inflammation. And I'm not the kind of person that blames genetics. I know now that genetics are, I don't know, 3% responsible for what happens to you. And, and the sentence that I like, and I forgot who I got it from, but it's genetics don't determine 
what happens, they determine what can happen. Mm, and I love that. and if you don't if you don't trigger your genes, your bad genes, then you should really be disease free your entire life, no matter if heart disease runs in your family, cancer runs in your family, bad skin, bad digestion, whatever people say, it runs, you know, gaining, you know, overweight, uh, you know, being overweight, you know, those things people say it's genetic, I don't have a role in it, but you have all the power to not uh, choose the foods that initiate that genetic response that causes these, you know, uh, diseases. And so, um, I mean, it's, it's a lot more complex than that, but with, so what happened was I saw, I think it was another video of one of the doctors that was talking about oils. And I said, you know what, I'm going to try removing oil for a couple weeks and see what happens. And I removed oil. And, and the thing about removing oil is that you don't really realize how much is hidden in the food that you buy at the store, right. you know, the packaged, the packaged food. And when you go out to a restaurant or when you go to a friend's house, every single item of food will have oil in it even the vegetables, you know, and so people add oil to every single food item and every recipe. And, and so I, I had to read labels. I had to get the stuff out of my kitchen and, you know, and my family still uses it. My wife and kids still use it sometimes. So I took the oils out and within like three or four days, my skin cleared up completely. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. This must be the missing piece. And it's obviously one of the missing pieces. And so I started researching oils more and I started looking online more and, you know, reading more and talking. Actually, I do a lot of interviews with, with these big plant-based doctors because I don't want to be the one talking about all the science. I want them to talk about the science and me just to kind of re reaffirm what they talk about. And, and so I would ask them about oils and every single one of them says, no, no, no oils out of the diet. It is not a health food. It is a highly concentrated, refined food that is loaded with calories and pro-inflammatory. And I'm like, well, that makes total sense mm -hmm. because as soon as, I, as soon as I got rid of oils, my body fat dropped even further and my skin cleared up. So I was like, okay, there's the proof in my, in my opinion, you know, in, in, in a personal experience, it was my own proof. And then I started researching more and started recommending it to some people that I work with and they started to notice a reduction in body fat and improvement in skin. So I thought, okay, there's something to be said here about removing oil from the diet. Now oils, see some people are shocked when I say I don't eat oils and they leave comments on my website like, what about olive oil and what about coconut oil? Don't you know, <laughs> don't you know these, are, these are health foods? And I said, well, they're health foods if they're still in the food. If they're still a part of the whole food, they're health right. foods. And you get them in, in the amounts with the nutrients and the fiber and the phytonutrients and the antioxidants and the vitamins and minerals that they actually come with in their complete package and they're fresh like that. So, you know, people are like, but you eat oil. I said, I eat oil that comes in its pure whole package. Like you know, from I an olive. <laughs> right. So I don't, yes. Yeah. So I eat oil, you know, the oil that comes with avocado, the oil that comes mm -hmm. with walnuts, the oil that comes with, you know, peanuts. Um, and, and so, you know, I was talking to, to Dr. McDougall and he, he was talking about, you know, the, the, we were talking about oil. He says, take a banana, for instance, strip out all of the oil. So re you've removed the vitamins, you've removed the minerals, you've removed the fiber, you've removed it's the phytonutrients, and all you have left is banana oil. And you're introducing a highly concentrated, refined, calorie-dense, uh, pro-inflammatory uh, food or food item into your body, into a body that was designed to bite into a banana. Hmm. So, you know, hearing these messages over and over again, I think the first time I heard it was from uh, Dr. Janice Stanger, 
So she, I mean, she's amazing. And not, not that many people know about her, but she's, she's someone, you know, important to look into. Um, that, you know, cooking oils are not part of a whole food plant-based diet. And I would tend to agree. Wow. Yeah. I, I, you know, we have this plant-based vegan butter at our house that we, you know, put on waffles sometimes. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm kind of the same in the sense that um, I do not include any oils whatsoever when I'm cooking for myself and I'm home. When I go out, we have this great vegan soul food restaurant that we go to every mm-hmm. once in a while. And I, to tell them not to cook my food with oil would be like, what, what am I going to eat? <laughs> right. You know, so I kind of, I, I have some oils when I go to this one restaurant every now and then. Um, I might have a, a, a frozen waffle every now and then, and it might include a little bit of olive oil or something like yep. that. But for the most part, it's fresh, whole foods that I consume. And same thing with my kids. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, my wife and kids sometimes, you know, have a little oil here and there. And yeah. I think it's not a it's not about being perfect. You know, it's about right. doing the best that you can most of the time. And, you know, you and me, I mean, we prefer not to do any oils because we notice the difference. I mean, same thing, you know, people are going to laugh, but it's like the abs thing. You know, when you're in great shape and you are working out all the time and you're used to being able to see your abs because you're in the gym and you work out, you can definitely notice a difference with a small change to yep. your diet. Those those totally. abs, you can still have a, a flat stomach, but those those abs, that definition is not there. And there's something that, right. something to be said for that. You know, yeah, absolutely. It's it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things I noticed was was really a reduction in body fat really quickly. And I didn't do extra abs, but the abs kind of showed up again. So I was just like, okay, that's really great. And Dr. McDougall does say that fat you eat is the fat you wear, and I believe that to an extent because some people are really active and they don't necessarily metabolize the fat and hold it on, hold on to it as they're eating it or while they're eating it or you know after they eat it. You know, the body's burning through so many things. You know, the elite athletes you know and so forth but but really the 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 leanness um i mean really it's it's some people ask me how much cardio i do and i really do maybe once a week i don't i hardly ever do cardio and i'm Mm. really lean so it's it's really the clean diet and the thing about you mentioned this also once i cleaned my diet up and you know people look at my pictures and like oh well you have good genes and i'm like well I do and I don't, you know, I actually have some pretty bad genes um, in some ways and oils and beer and wine and things that I actually would eat if I could <laughs> probably more more frequently, um, I can't because my body just reacts so, so bad to them now. Um, you know, I'll have, I'll have oil every once in a while either by accident or I'll be out in a restaurant and I'll be like, okay, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to have this piece of cake. I'm just going to have this whatever, this fried thing. And then and then I'm paying for it for like three days. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it happens every once in a while. Um, let's get back to your kids thinking that uh, vegan diets equal muscles because I love that. And uh, <laughs> my, my kids are very similar. Um, I made my daughter a salad the other day and it had chickpeas on it and her favorite dressing and a couple other fresh veggies. We try to keep it as simple as possible with her salads, you know, so maybe two or three things on top as opposed to mine that have like every vegetable known to man. But, you know, with her, so she gets there and she opens her lunchbox and we we bring her lunch to school every day. uh, And she opens it up. She pours her dressing on. She's so excited. And this girl sitting next to her comes by and goes, ugh, gross. Look at that. It's disgusting. But my girl is so fueled and so confident 
that she's just like, uh, excuse me, how about you not make fun of my healthy food? This is delicious, and you're missing out. And she, like, puts the girl in her place. And, uh, you know, I'm lucky in the sense that she's got this unbelievable confidence that no one will tell her that her vegan diet is uh, not healthy. And... You know, she'll flex her muscles right in front of him. She's a little dancer and she'll flex her little muscles. <laughs> and she She's doing great. But, you know, what, what do you do to uh, kind of fuel your kids with the knowledge so that when they do go to school or when they're out and about, how can they be these little uh, plant-based ambassadors? Yeah, well, that's a great question. It, it's not always easy. And, and what people don't see in the videos that I make with them, and ones that I, I think I put one up yesterday with both of my kids in it, and... Um, uh, what people don't see is the time it takes for a dad like you and a dad like me to actually study and learn about food because our environment no longer supports health. So we actually have to study it mm-hmm. and, 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 and relearn how to eat. And so the food that I make and the food that I make for them, I eat. And so they eat what I eat. And I sometimes have to make it taste a little different or better for them. But I work out. And they work out. We work out together. I bring them to the gym sometimes. When they have days off or they were on vacation, there's this really cool little room in the gym that I work out in that's a matted floor with all kinds of balls in it. And they they just go crazy in there. And so we have little workout routines that we do together. And over the course of time, because my sons have been watching me uh, train and also build muscle over the last you know nine months or so, my kids, or at least my older one, will look at me and equate, like you said, muscles with veganism. And so every once in a while we're out on the street and my son will see someone that uh, has muscles and he'll say, oh, he must be vegan. And, uh, and I, I look at my son and I said, well, he probably isn't. And my son says, but how can he have muscles if he's not vegan? And it's just when he said that to me, I was like, okay, awesome. The message is in yeah. that, that great health, a great physique, comes from a great clean whole foods plant-based diet and a, you know a vegan a vegan lifestyle because he equates health with veganism and I told I tell him I talk to my son he, he's at the age he's seven and a half and he's extremely bright we talk about how different people are strong in different areas we're strong with health and fitness this is what we study we study health and well-being and how to build muscles and how to eat right and how to eat clean and healthy. And that's what we study. And some people don't study those things. And so to some people, it's not that important. And so you may see people that are a little overweight. You may see a lot of sick people around you. You know, some people that might be in your extended family that you might see are not very healthy. That's why people are, are that look so different because they have a different set of values. And so – our kids are, are enveloped in the values of health and fitness every day. And it just so happens that my younger, my older son, Dylan, is choosing gymnastics, which is the sport that my wife and I both competed in when we were younger. And he's developing his muscles too, his shoulders, his back, his legs. And all of a sudden, he's becoming this little muscle man. <laughs> and to have – and he's so proud of that. I mean, he flexes his muscles like your daughter. He flexes his muscles all over the place. His kids <laughs> admire him. He does cartwheels every chance he can get in the house, out of yeah. the house, at school, on break. On you know, he's cartwheel all the time, and he comes home, does flips on the trampoline, and then he goes to his gymnastics class, which is the, he's the only boy in the, in a class of twenty girls. My and, son too, same thing. My son dances. He takes ballet class, and he's the only boy. Oh, all that awesome! Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's 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 it says something about a man 
that is willing to put his male child in groups of large numbers of girls. Mm -hmm. Now, some men are afraid of doing that because they don't want their son to become feminine. I don't care. What I care is that my son is doing what makes him happy all the time because yeah. I know how easy it is to bring kids down because they're not fulfilling your imagined you know, desires for them. But the fact that he's in a class that he loves, surrounded by girls that are all over him all the time, doesn't bother me one bit. Yeah, my son's a stud. He uh totally. <laughs> he um he we, he's a wedding dancer, so he will go to <laughs> he's 5 years old right now, but when when he was 3, uh he was just destroying the dance floor. Uh he <laughs> walks right up to the maid of honor. It's always the maid of honor. It's like he knows somehow. <laughs> That that's the one that he needs to go to. So he walks right up to the maid of honor and he'll be like, uh, uh, hi, my name's Roger. Would you like to dance? And I kid you not, yeah. they the goes out there. Does he do the eyes? Does uh, he, he do the eyes? He just puts his hand out and takes the girl's hand and brings her to the center of the dance floor and starts dancing. Wow. And awesome. his favorite song is that song from Psy, that Gundam style song. Have you heard it? Yeah. I mean, how yeah, could yeah. you not, right? It infected yeah, the right. U.S. for a while there. But uh and I say infected yeah. on purpose, you know, because it's just like it's everywhere. But, right. um, you know, yeah, he'll dance like like crazy, and he's so incredibly confident. But, um, I imagine your house is a lot like ours, where there are no such thing as girl things and boy things. You know, we say that a lot yes. in our house. And yeah, uh, the only yeah yeah you're right. Yeah, the only yeah. the only thing that that gives them that idea is is people at school. That's really right. it. Um, right. And maybe you know some people in you know some dads at, at, at their friends' houses. You know that's for girls and that's for boys. But yeah, it's, it's not in our house at all. We were we were dancing as a family today, and you know my some of my my sons sometimes they use the pink um, uh, dishes and cu you know plates and cups, yeah. and they don't care. It, it's a beautiful color, and that's all it is. Yeah, yeah. And and we paint. I mean, my son will paint his nails with his sister. Uh, he, he sometimes, we used to have all these dresses, you know, uh, princess dresses. My daughter went through that. She's seven now too. And mm -hmm. she goes through, uh, the princess phase and she went through the Barbie phase and now she's done. Now she's in the panda phase. She loves pandas now. <laughs> so, uh, we had a panda room for her that I had been doing the last few weeks and finally it's done. We've got some, you know, uh, cherry blossoms in there and some pandas every now and then, but it's very peaceful now. So, um. She goes through phases, but yeah, no, no such thing as girl things and, and boy things. Roger will wear dresses sometimes and paint his nails, all that kind of stuff. And I don't think that he will become feminine by doing oh. that type of stuff. I, you know, I agree with you. It's like, you know, my son is my son and he's going to be whatever he's going to be. These things right. aren't going to change who he is at his core. I mean, that's right. up to him to decide, you know? Yeah. How, how, how my kids turn out. Uh, in terms of sexual preference as they get older, it has never been a concern of mine, ever. Yeah, me neither. Me so, neither. I mean, it, you know, I, there are certain pressures that parents sh really should really be careful of, you know, that, that, that they might be putting on their kids as the kids age because the kids feel it, it's, it's challenging enough to be a kid in the world with all the influence around you. And then to have your kids trying to figure out ways to fulfill your desires for them when they have specific urges, desires for specific sports, specific activities, and then they have you looking at them saying, I don't think that's a good idea because it might look such and such. And, and kids don't need that. And I had it when I was younger. My, my parents did a great job, but, you know, they, they came from that generation where there was a lot more judgment based, you know, on the, your, your choices. I came home with earrings and my dad's like that you know, what are you a girl, you know, stuff yeah. like that. So, uh, and, and, you know, 
they get to be who they get to be without my pressure. My job is molding. My job is is influencing in ways that they can take with them, not trying to squelch any kind of uh, you know uh, creative, emotional, uh, or physical need that they might be having. Yeah, I love that. Um... Talk to me. Let's let's talk about you in the gym and how much time you spend in the gym. I know you talked about working out with your kids, but as a busy father, uh, I find that my workouts are short and concentrated. Yeah. And and when yeah. I'm working out, I am working out as opposed to like in my early days. You know, college mm-hmm. transitioning into being single for a couple years there uh, before right. you know getting married and starting my family. I would go to the gym and it's a bit more, I don't know, social and relaxed. I mean, you're not really thinking, you're just lifting for the pretty muscles. You're not really lifting for effectiveness. Um, But, you know, so what's it like when you go to the gym? What time do you do it? Uh, That that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's pretty intense like you. Um, I go in the mornings. If I don't go in the morning, I don't go. Um, it's just, it's just my routine. So I wake up and I'm part of getting my kids ready for their day, school and uh, kindergarten. And, uh, I, I'm usually the one that takes them because I'm out then there. I then I go to the gym. So when I get to the gym, I, I do a, a three day split where I'm working out around six days a week. And the three day split is basically push pull legs. So I'll do chest to shoulders and triceps. The next day I do back and biceps. The next day I do legs. And for those three days, the workouts are around an hour, maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and they used to be a little bit longer, but I, I just don't have the time and energy to do, do it that intensely at the moment. And so um, I go in and uh, for about 45 minutes, it's totally intense. My head's down. The only time I have on break is between sets and I'm drinking a lot of water in between. I'm lifting pretty heavy from for me. Uh, with the intent to build muscle because there's a lot of reasons for me building muscle right now that are beyond um, see I have I always have this this thing you know health first health first and I understand that the body is not necessarily always trying to get bigger uh, the body is trying to stay lean and light right. and so in my mind putting on muscle is kind of going against um, what the body is naturally trying to do so it takes a lot of effort to build muscle and to keep muscle on, which is why people use a lot of supplements and some people use steroids because the body doesn't want to be that big. And so we, when we go to the gym, we have to push it as hard as we possibly can and we have to eat right to fuel that. So I, th- those the three days of, say, muscle hypertrophy exercises where I'm doing some lighter rep ranges between 8 to 12 to 15 repetitions, say, six or seven different exercises. And then after those three days when I'm doing push-pull legs again, I'll be doing more of a strength day, which is between three to five repetitions, six, seven different exercises. And so building muscle and building strength at the same time, making it functional, is super intense. I'm huffing and puffing most of the, the workout, and I leave the gym pretty wiped out. But what's what's really helped me more so uh, in terms of muscle building is not not so much the intensity of my workouts, but it's eating and fueling the work that I do at the gym, which is something that I've learned a lot more about lately, how to eat before I work out, how to eat after I work out, and that the majority of my calories <clears throat> excuse me, surround my workout. So I might get 40% of my entire day's calories before and after my workout. And then the rest of the meals are, are light meals that take me through the rest of the day. And then I stop eating around 7 o'clock in the evening because – I, I just can't. I don't like to go to sleep with, with you know, digestion and acid going on in my in my system. 
Right. Yeah, me neither. It's uh, it's hard. Sometimes I want a bowl of cereal right before I go to bed. And, um, <laughs> you know, when I say cereal, I mean, like, uh, we have Engine 2 brand foods yeah, yeah. Uh, here. And I just love that brand. And there's this Rips Big Bowl. And it's got, you know, dates and all these other different types of grains mm-hmm. in it. And it's just wonderful. So I'll leave yeah. a little bit of that as a little treat before I go to bed. But I think yeah. I'm getting ready to start a, a three-month kind of intense muscle building uh trial and i'm gonna blog about it and stuff and uh, kind of see how it goes but i think you know just like we have so many similarities jeff and it's like you know (laughs) with with, with me um i want to be a representative of the plant-based diet that does have muscle on purpose you know and we just are so similar in that sense because people that are used to eating a standard american you know western diet think that if you're vegan, you're you have to be this skinny little little guy. And right. now, when I was an endurance athlete, I still I still run and I'm still active, but my days of doing the Ironman triathlons are over. You know, I don't I don't mm-hmm. really have a desire to do those anymore. I had a great time, but the amount of time that I was spending on a bike, on a on a trail, running and uh, <laughs> swimming, unbelievable. I mean, you know, twelve yes. to fifteen hours a week doing that stuff yep. as a father of three kids is, is just not possible. Um, right. I did it with two kids and it darn near killed me. So, you know, uh, <laughs> so I'm now moving into that, that phase where, yeah, I want to put on some extra muscle. And I think that, uh, the way that you do it and, and you being able to be in the gym an hour, you know, six times a week, uh, that's unbelievable. So kudos to you. Uh, Thank you, you. you bring them with you? You bring the kids with you every now and then? No, no, yeah. So every once in a while. I mean, when they're on break and when they're on vacation and stuff, I'll bring them to the gym and, you know, we'll play around. There's this really wonderful room. It's a matted floor and, and we go in there and they do, oh, right, they, yep. you know, we wrestle cartwheels and they do push-ups. And I actually, actually ask them to do specific strength and conditioning exercises because I believe it's really important for uh, young children to start doing bodyweight exercises as early as they, you know, can, their bodies can handle it. Um, you know, my, my four-year-old, I don't really care as much, but, you know, I, I have him walking around on his hands and doing, you know, more balance and, you know, uh, well, you know, things that uh, work on coordination. But my older son, I have him doing push-ups and handstand push-ups and body weight things, pull-ups and things that, because I, I, I believe, I think that the high impact sports might be, might, uh, be, uh, I guess not great for growth, but the strength and conditioning exercises, body weight, I think are fantastic for young kids. And I think people wait too long to start exercising with their children. Um, you know, they don't, they'll never lift weights. I mean, I don't have them. I don't, I don't put, ever put weights in their hands. But, um, yeah, I'd say take them to the gym with me sometimes and, you know, have them do exercise. And then we just wrestle around and, you know, have fun. Yeah, you don't you don't have your kids bench press like uh, one thirty five or anything. Oh jeez. Okay, so Jeff, tell us where we can find you. Obviously, your your YouTube channel, but uh, give us everything that we can we can find you so we can follow you and check you out. Okay, I appreciate that. My YouTube channel obviously is Guilt Free TV, and I, I call it Guilt Free TV. I came up with that name because the lifestyle cleans the conscience, and I'm not hurting anyone by eating the food that I eat. I'm not hurting any myself with the food that I eat. My it's the, it's a guilt-free lifestyle. And and I and I, it, it's not to say that I don't ever make mistakes and that I don't ever feel guilty, but it's a way that people can adopt a, a lifestyle that takes away harm. And so that's kind of the the the, the 
idea behind the name if it wasn't clear already. And so I have that YouTube channel, Guilt Free TV. You can find it by just saying, you know, putting into uh, Google or into YouTube, Guilt Free TV with Jeff Morgan. And I have my Guilt Free uh, TV Facebook page. And I'm also, at the moment, uh, developing my Guilt Free Vegan uh, website where I'm going to have, you know, really great, uh, you know, ebooks and content and programs for people. You know, the whole entire lifestyle, kind of like a health, fitness, and family. Uh, website, you know, so I'm working on the, the free ebook that I'm going to be putting up pretty soon. So I'm developing the website now, which is called uh, Guilt Free Vegan. It's not up yet, but uh, it's in the process. Brilliant. Well, Jeff Morgan, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us. You're an inspirational dad and a great motivational force for people that are looking for, to have the best gains in all areas of life on a plant based diet. So thank you. Well, that's what I'm talking about. No, Corey, it was great. Thank you so much for this. Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But hey, don't let your experience end here. Visit us online at leangreendad.com and follow us on Facebook. We have an awesome Facebook page that is always getting some content out there to help keep you and your family going strong, keeping you healthy, and uh, information about a plant-based diet and how to make it as easy as possible for you to transition if you are interested in it. We also have a Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and a YouTube channel, and so much more. So check us out, leangreendad.com. And uh, until next time, thank you. You are so important to the show. And listening, leaving reviews, all that kind of stuff is great. But really, I am just so excited that you took time out of your day to listen to the show. So seriously, thank you so much. Until next time, guys, this is Lean Green Dad saying go the extra mile for your family. See you next week.